Legendary Mindset with Jake P. So I'm sitting here with Jimmy Davis. We just got done. They were, they were just got done taking some pictures, and uh, Jimmy sorted through the entire Market Lamb show in one day. Usually not normal at Dallas. Usually split it into a couple days, but due to the circumstances, we showed them all today. Uh, really good day. The weather was awesome. It was cool. Yeah, you bet. Had some overcast. It was a little bit sprinkly and super cool, but. Um, Jimmy, let's just kind of talk through these divisions. Let's start with the off-breeds. What did we show first today? Was it? Show Dorpers first. Uh, I think only, there might have been three classes of them, not many numbers, but I thought the quality was really good. That top end, you know, uh, those guys raising those things are getting them right as far as being level and, and you know, just good made. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a good show. For sure. And those off-breeds like that, the Dorpers, I mean, they're kind of a little bit different compared to all the other show sheep breeds. I mean, they haven't really been raising them as long. You kind of just prioritize those general things just to make them better? I just try to judge them like I do the others, you know. I mean, straight-backed and, and sound-structured. There's so many of them that just have gobs of muscle, but they don't travel right or whatever. And, you know, we found some I thought did. For sure. So after that, I think they dove into the, the fine wools, correct? You guys, You guys don't show fine wools up north it's kind of a specific thing down here right yeah we don't show them in oklahoma but you know we probably should i mean they're those things are getting really good too uh i know guys that i don't know they have a hard time looking at them for whatever reason uh but the good ones just look like a good black face sheep you know just white uh i thought those were really deep found two i really loved and and uh one of them was a lighter weight sheep that was champion a bigger one for reserve but i thought just both really high quality Sure. And then after that, we should, we dove into the, the final crosses, and I thought those were extremely tough today. I loved them. That deal was tough, and, and I made a comment about that, you know, about when I think about Texas sheep shows, I guess final crosses is what I think of first just because, you know, so many people down here raise them and have good ones, but that thing was deep. I mean, those things are getting good. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then for, for the first time ever, Dallas actually divided the, the medium wool division into two, two separate divisions. Um, and then, um, so we hadn't really done that before. I, I, I didn't really expect it. How was that to sort through? I mean, those, those classes kind of went by fast for us, but, um, what did you kind of see out there and, and what, what really went down? Uh, they had like five classes in each division. I don't know what the starting weight and ending weight was on that lightweight deal, but, but I mean, good sheep in every class, you know, uh, some of those lighter weights, a little green and probably not really, uh, targeted for Dallas. Yeah. Uh, but man, some good ones, uh, just good sheep that balanced up and could get out and go. The, the heavyweight deal was extremely deep in my opinion. I mean, just class after class, there was one class there, there was 10 or 12 of them and it's, it's hard to pull those kids over because they're so good, but you just got to make some decisions and go from there. Sure. So let's talk about our champions. Um, when you got out there in the drive, what, what were you kind of, what were you thinking walking into it? Did you know what you were going to do or was it still pretty? You know, you never want to do it before you do it but uh those two heavyweight sheep i mean they hit me hard in that division and uh comparing them like to the lighter weight sheep they're just they're just more show ready uh but i thought the quality was there regardless of of condition or whatever you know their quality brought them to the top pretty easy for me sure so how did it go down with the state fair staff i mean i, th I thought they did a really good job just making this go by fast i mean we had to wear masks all day how was that for you, did you have to wear it? I didn't wear it when I judged, but you know, if I came out of the ring, I put it on. But uh, you know, we got to do what we got to do for the kids. Yeah. I mean, 
everybody should feel very blessed and fortunate that the state fair put this show together because they could have just as easily not had it when the when the fair got canceled uh, but I think they need to be thankful to those folks. They did a great job. I mean, you know what they're here for. They're here to help the kids, and that's what it's all about. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jimmy. I, I'm sure everyone thought you did a really good job today, and, you know, just thank you for coming down here to Texas and, and sorting our stock. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate it. So we just got done showing market goats here in Dallas at the State Fair of Texas, Barrett Carlisle. Uh, sorted our show today and, and they just got done taking pictures over there at the backdrop um, but Barrett you know what you what you think of the day I mean the numbers were a little bit lower but I think it was uh, it's pretty tough out there yeah it's a super good show and and again maybe said the numbers were down just a little bit but uh, you know from everybody I talked to says the top end of the you know the quality on the top end was maybe as good as it's ever been and so I, and from shows I've been to throughout the year uh, you know, on ones that got hurt a little bit on terms of numbers, it wasn't on the top end. It was maybe some of those towards the middle or, or bottom end of classes. And so, um, actually, I think the combination of those two things make the show depth uh, even better uh, than maybe it possibly could have been. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just walking around the barn, like the first day here, I mean, everywhere you look, there's, there's really nice goats just rolling in here. And, you know, I thought it was really tough. Uh, but, you know, the situation here at Dallas is a little bit different this year. The goats are by themselves. There's no other species here right now showing, and there's no public, and everyone in the crowd is wearing a mask. What was, what was that like to experience, you know, from the inside of the ring? Yeah, it was a, it was a little different uh, to get here, and, <clears throat> you know, you kind of catch eye contact with people, but you can't tell if they're mean mugging you or, or smiling and being cordial. Uh, so it is, that is a little bit different. Uh, but you know the crowd on hand was was really really good because you get uh, you know it seems like you know with the ones that could be here they were the ones invested in being here and really had uh, dogs in the fight I guess you could say uh, and so you know in terms of crowd and attendance it still felt like a big event uh, even though everybody's kind of walking around in mask and you know that does get a little uh, odd to look at but uh, it you know doing that allowed this event to happen and so I think people for the most part were very willing to make that little sacrifice uh, so we could show today. Definitely definitely I mean yeah people were people are always gonna be frustrated with the masks but you know whatever it takes to make the show happen right? Yep absolutely. So Barrett you're from Texas originally you don't live there now but growing up in Texas you showed at all of these shows and, and you judged and, and everything did you ever was that ever a goal of yours as a as a young kid to you know maybe one day judge a Texas major maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, especially this you know this show in particular. You know, you grow up and you go and um, get to participate. And then I don't know if when you're a kid, I guess I didn't say, well, one day I hope I'm you know judging a, a show like that. Uh, but then once you get into judging livestock and and get to travel around and, and truly appreciate. Uh, the magnitude of these events uh, that's when it kind of hits you like hey that would be pretty cool to get to sort one of those just because uh, again it, it you know the goats and all that are really good uh, but there's something about an atmosphere like this that makes it that much more fun uh, from a judge's perspective uh, just if you can feel that it's a bigger event and, and that's pretty cool to experience mm -hmm. for sure so when did it you know, I'm sure it was a great feeling to get that phone call, but when did it really hit you? Was it, was it when you got the phone call to judge? Was it, you know, when you showed up here today or maybe right there at the end of the show? Yeah, so I, uh, 
I, I guess I hadn't been nervous about it, but I was I was mainly just kind of anxious to see like what what shows up. You know, I you know as a show judge, you you kind of you got to play with the cards that you're dealt, and and sometimes shows get really challenging to sort because. Uh, you know, there's there's really not one there to get you excited, but there's a lot of really good ones that are all different, and those kind of get hard to separate and break out. Uh, so I was kind of anxious to see just what the quality was going to be like. Um, when that first class rolled in, though, it was arguably as good and deep of a class uh, as we saw all day, and it kind of made you buckle up and get focused uh, right off the bat. Uh, to find those ones and then that's when I knew okay I'm going to get to use ones today that I really really like mm -hmm. so I mean when they announce guys to judge these big shows you know word gets out what that guy kind of leans towards in terms of type and kind did that ever cross your mind today maybe like hey these people these people are you know I can see why they thought I would like that one or, or you know, maybe all through the classes just goats that kind of sparked your interest yeah absolutely and <clears throat> like I know I you know got to go on your podcast and kind of talk about some of those things um, and it, it was cool to see today where, you know, those people that showed up to play brought ones that, that they thought would hit me really hard. And for the most part, they all did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it's cool. And what that allows you to do too, is like when you get into division drives, you don't have a hodgepodge of different stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I thought that grand drive that, you know, that front row, uh, all looked like goats that were truly my kind. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly, you know, just coming from a, a perspective of judging a show, it's it's always the way to leave with the clearest head. Just use the ones that you like yourself, and you know, and nothing else really matters at that point. Yep, absolutely. So let's kind of go through the, these goats. I mean, how many? I think we had ten, close to ten classes, maybe nine. Yeah, nine classes. Nine classes, three divisions. Let's discuss those. I mean, in that that first lightweight division, we had those three lightweight classes and, and those, those two that came out of there, you talked very highly of them in, in that drive. Let's kind of discuss those just a little bit. Yeah, that first division was good. There was a really nice goat uh, to win that uh, first class. Um, and then same can be said for that, for that next one too, just super, super solid. And then I guess it was that third class of that light division. Uh, there was one that came in that I knew kind of just walked away with that first division um, and was anx actually anxious to get back in the grand drive because I didn't know if he would be too small and too mature looking to, to really play uh, or if he would be a factor in the grand drive. Uh, and, and he was, honestly. I mean, it, you're, you're not just giving him lip service by going down there and looking at him. Um, and then that reserve goat was maybe one that's a little different uh, than than our champion. He's maybe one that could have been just a you know just a notch better out of his hip when he was was on the move and maybe a little more secure in his hind leg. But super cool ribbed and super good handling. Uh, that first goat that won that division was was pretty elite looking. I thought definitely, definitely. Yeah, I thought that reserve you know had some of those freaky pieces, but maybe didn't quite blend them together and balance like that one that yep, you used in that absolutely. division. Middleweights, I thought were really tough. I thought those things looked really good, and then that one that wins, you know, we talked about it earlier. That thing's right. just really high quality. Yep. Yeah, that <clears throat> that division was good, and um, you know, I, I kind of thought going in that that second division is kind of where the heat would start showing up. Uh, in those first two classes in that division were good. That first class winner uh, was one of those that had some freaky pieces and maybe from like his four rib back was incredible 
Uh, could have been a little better maybe in terms of his neck attachment and his shoulder blade, uh, but was really good. And then a super solid one uh, coming out of that second class. And then that third class within that second division was where the show really got heated, I thought. Uh, there was a pair of them in there uh, that were really nice. Um, uh, and then that one that wins, uh, like as we talked after the, the show, Jake, he ends up, you know, reserve grand. Uh, that's not necessarily one that's a freak of nature in terms of muscle. He's not the biggest legged one, uh, and he's not maybe just the freakiest looking one. But, man, it, I, I would be hard-pressed to get you to find a legit criticism of that one. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, just like we discussed, I think no matter what species that one is, I think most, most people agree he's very, very good. Absolutely, yep. Those heavyweights, um, I thought that division was very exciting. There was some, you know, some freakier, kind of more out there goats that, that I guess walked in that one and were kind of made it more difficult or more fun, do you think? Yeah, no. <clears throat> so what I'm judging shows that people typically ask me if I want to take a break or sit down. And typically my, I've always been the thought of, no, let's keep rolling, let, you know, I, in a groove or, you know, kind of focused on everything. And so let's keep that going. Well, they, they had a lunch break there in between that second and third division. Um, you know, we ended the, the second division on a high note. And then right after lunch, that uh, I guess that had been the sixth class rolls in, or maybe the seventh, sorry, seventh class rolls in and uh, quickly realized that you kind of had to come back to the party and, and kind of get focused again because that class was really, really deep, uh, was really, really good, uh, I thought. And so, and then you had that class and then the next one after it uh, was was the same way of getting just really good in terms of just good useful kind of goats. <clears throat> that was one thing I guess I'll say about the day. It tends to be the case in my opinion with goats that the difference between those elite ones and everything else tends to be pretty vast sometimes. It, it can be a big gap. Uh, I was impressed uh, in those two classes in particular of just how many really good, really solid, good kind of projects there were. Uh, and, I, and I think that kind of, you know, speaks to the depth of the show. And then the last class, uh, honestly, I struggled with that class as much as any in the day because uh, the thing about show goats, once they decide to be done show, being show goats, they're not show livestock anymore. And uh, there was only one I pulled in off the move, uh, and I thought he won that class uh, pretty easy. Uh, but in that division, uh, that one that won the first class, uh, I thought was was pretty cool. Um, and then the one that won the second class, uh, as I mentioned on the mic, if that one's your kind, you can run with him all day. Uh, I thought the one out of the first class of the third division probably suited me just in terms of my type and kind and, and what I tried to lean towards. Uh, and the, so that's why I kind of end up going with him within that division and follow up with the other one that, as I mentioned, if, if you want one like that, he's good enough to win. But, uh, again, maybe just a little different style. Mm -hmm. So that one that wins that last division, I don't know if there was one that, out there that really resembled him to that level. And I think you described it as, you know, when those extremities come, they're, they're a little bit vast. What, what did you, how, uh, how was that one so extreme and so freaky? <clears throat> that one was just as soon as he came in, you had to notice just his head carriage, how cool-necked he was and how it tied into his shoulder. Uh, he was really good down his top line. And we described a lot of goats today. It looks like there's a lot of these goats that are maybe just a little shorter-hipped and a little shorter-rumped. 
that goat was so long from hooks to pins, and, and I thought that helped him balance up uh, really, really well. And then when she got him put together, uh, it's hard to draw one uh, quite better than that. And, you know, you kind of got to study him as an individual because if you get wrapped up comparing him to the one that wins the second class in that division, uh, you're going to call him too narrow. <clears throat> but you get on top of that guy, he's plenty wide, and he is super square and super shapely down his top. Uh, again, I thought just the combination of those two things. But first impressions, when he walks in the ring, you can't help but be drawn to his presence. For sure. And he definitely you know, kind of stuck out there, especially in the drive. I mean, that was, that was fun to watch and, and go through. Uh, one thing I noticed he did all day, you know, other than talking him extremely accurate and just, you know, re doing a really good job of just explaining, you know, what you were doing, you walked him a lot. And you mm -hmm. even placed him while they were walking. Um, you know, I think these goats, showmanship might matter more in this species than any of the other ones. Absolutely. I, I, I got to notice it in those really hard classes, like you, you tend to, you, there's a lot of really good showmen up there at the top end. And, seem like in every class you get to that top seven or eight if you just took a snapshot of the lineup from the side when they're all stuck uh, I mean it would be hard to place them that way um, and so I get to walk in those and I think you just kind of get a real good glimpse of what those goats truly are you, you remove showmanship from it um, which you know again I applaud the showman because there's some of those goats that can put themselves together when they're stuck really really well but then are totally different beasts when they're moving mm -hmm. and uh, to me I think you start finding some of those problems in terms of how they're built up front and their neck and, and shoulder and knee or, or maybe how they're built out of their hip and hind leg and so uh, that ended up sorting a lot of classes today especially as you got from that third hole down into eighth um, to me I thought that group of goats really sorted on the move. For sure. So Barrett uh, your family came to watch you today. I mean, it was your first major. What was your what was your highlight of, of today and what went on? You know, honestly, uh, I thought it was pretty cool to get in the grand drive and just kind of see uh, at the end of the day what you put to, got you know got to put together. Um, you know, in the grand drive speech, as I started talking about how good the goats were, uh, honestly got a little emotional about it because uh, again, just so good in terms of you know just good livestock but but ones you could get excited to use um and and that's all from from a show judge perspective that's all you want you, you want to go to one uh and use one that you truly like uh and, and find a couple of them that kind of go together uh and the fact that i was able to do that uh i thought uh, was pretty fun to do well, uh, I'm sure everyone in the crowd appreciated the job you did, and you know we're all you know surely thankful. But you know, thanks for sitting down with me and you know discussing all the you know how the show went today. I'm sure listeners will real appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's kind of fun to get to sit down and rehash it. Uh, typically, just kind of do this type of stuff by yourself or in your head, and uh, to rehash everything. But it's kind of fun to kind of look back on the day. So I appreciate you having me, Jake. It's a pretty cool deal that you're uh, doing here and putting together with. You know, asking these guys before the shows what they want and then being able to follow up on it. So I applaud you for that. Thank you so much, Barrett.